amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. Today, we're going to discuss uh, adoption agency frontline workers. We've talked about some of the roles and job descriptions of people working for an adoption agency, and we've kind of gotten some feedback on on the interest of really what people do. When birth mothers come into our adoption agency program, they want to know what everybody does, what their roles are, who's going to be doing what, and a very essential role is a birth mother case manager assistant. You know, we've talked about birth mother case managers. We've talked about a match coordinator. We've talked about other roles, but today we're going to focus on what a birth mother case management assistant is, what she does, how integral her role is to the domestic team. And we're going to understand more of why agencies that have this position within their their team, have it, what it does, and how it benefits everybody. One of the reasons that adoptive families like to have knowledge of the workings of an adoption agency and a domestic team is they really want to understand where their money is going. Financially, what is the breakdown? Why do we have this person? Why do you have to pay this? Why are the fees so, in parentheticals, expensive, if you will? And I really want to make sure that I drive this point home. Every role, whether it is an adoption agency director or an adoption agency receptionist, is just as integral and important as the next. You know, there is in society and infrastructure. And it's like that in an adoption agency as well. You have to have a strong, firm base in order to have a stable working program. And a birth mother case manager assistant is somebody 
that we depend on and need to keep our program running smoothly. So there's no way our team can be successful without all of our team members. So a birth mother, case manager assistant, very long title, by the way, we call them uh, BMCM assistants, uh, is really a support role for a birth mother case manager. So they do everything from birth mother intakes, assisting with the birth mother housing during her pregnancy, assisting with distribution of her weekly finances, arranging and providing transportation for medical appointments. Uh, they help with the food pantry, everything from ordering to stocking to building to dispersing the food boxes. They also help the birth mother case managers when they have a conflict. They have two doctor's appointments at the same time. The, the birth mother case manager assistant will go with the birth mother. So they do form relationships with the birth mothers as well. They also assist in our aftercare program. A birth mother case manager assistant is kind of a precursor, if you will, to being a case manager. So the adoption field is relatively small. You know, it's a specialized field. A lot of people who come into the adoption network and want to pursue a career have very little experience because it's such a specialized field. I know that you guys in your law firm, Ron, have had this experience as well. I mean, you have to train people from the ground up. Absolutely. And yeah. And it's on-the-job training for them to work towards a case manager position if that's what they're looking for. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's getting your feet wet before you learn how to swim. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, as a case manager assistant, you don't have to have the same experience and credentials that you do to be a birth mother case manager. So this is a really good starting point for people who are coming into the adoption field. Um, you know, there's advantages to being an assistant, there's disadvantages. And then I'm going to go over these and then we're actually going to talk to one of our uh, birth mother case manager assistants and really get a feel for what it's like to be, you know, in the field, on the front line, and also how COVID has affected all of this. Mm -hmm. Being a birth mother case manager assistant, the advantages that I see as uh, a director are you have a set schedule. So you work nine to five Monday through Friday, or if you're part-time, you still have a set schedule. You don't have to work after hours. You're not on call. You have relationships with a lot of birth mothers and they're not deep relationships because those are preserved for the case managers, but you still get to know a lot of them and a lot of their personalities. You don't have to have a ton of experience in the adoption world. Some of them have relatively none in the adoption sector. And you get to learn uh, adoption from the ground up. It's really almost adoption grunt work. And I hate to say that because that sounds like demeaning and, and it's not at all. It's you're in the trenches. Right. But There's, I think I think like you said earlier, it is getting your feet wet and making sure that this is the direction you want to go with your career, for instance. And you get to see the actual case managers who give up 24 hours of their day for, you know, these calls at three o'clock in the morning that they don't have to deal with, but they can go, okay, yeah, I can do that. And it, it gets their feet wet. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they learn so much. It's, it's one of those positions that you will never forget, even if you don't continue on in the adoption field, mm -hmm. you will never forget the experiences that you have. Now, disadvantages of being a, a birth mother case manager assistant are you don't get to be present at labor and delivery. That's reserved for the, the case manager. 
you don't really get to form deep relationships with the birth mothers. Again, that is primarily for the birth mother case managers. And you don't always get to follow the case all the way through, which is kind of hard. I mean, you can go back and, and review the notes and talk with the birth mother case manager and check in on her and see how she's doing. But you don't get the glory of being there at those moments. You know, when the baby's born, when the adoptive family meets the baby, when the birth mother meets the adoptive family for the first time, like those are the, the fireworks in adoption. And a birth mother case manager assistant also doesn't execute adoption consents. So she is present during the intake and in and out of the journey as she is needed for that birth mother. It's one of those situations where you look at her position and realize it's important and she does play a role. And it's a role that is very much needed. Uh, right now we have three birth mother case manager assistants on our domestic team alone. Um, and our domestic team right now consists of about 20 to 21 people. And that's just our team. That's not the whole agency. That's just the, the team. So that kind of gives you a perspective of where they, they fall into in terms of numbers. So let's go ahead and, and speak with Amber and see what she has to say. Amber, how long have you been with us? I have been with Building Arizona Families for, it'll be two years in October. Time flies. Time flies. Yeah, it does. It feels like forever, but yet it doesn't. <laughs> Fair enough. So why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about um, what you do, and then Ron and I have some questions to kind of explain to our listeners a little bit more about your role, what you do, and what you think of working in the adoption world. Sure. Um, so I am a case aide or case manager, birth mom case manager assistant. Um, I primarily do, well, lately I've primarily been doing intakes. So I do the birth mother intakes um, with them when they first come in. And then I kind of, I kind of explain it as I'm just an assistant to the case manager. So I back them up if they need help with something they can come to me and ask me and I'll help them with anything that they may need backup with. Um, I also take care of stuff at the office, like our food pantry and aftercare bags, um, inventory of stuff basically that we need for our birth mothers. When you got into this, was there anything that kind of shocked you or surprised you about the industry or? I think adoption shocks a, a lot of people because we, until you're in it, even even our birth mothers come in sometimes for their intakes and we'll be talking and they'll be asking you questions and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't know that. And I'm like, it's not what it is on TV. Um, what you see on TV is not really the way that it works. Um, so I think that that's kind of like, I, I guess I just, I really didn't know a lot about adoption when I came in. And so I think it was kind of that same initial reaction that a lot of people have. Wow, this is not at all what I have thought it is through watching TV or, you know, hearing about it in general. It's just, it's not, it's a lot different. So what was like your first big shock that you realized that where you were like, Oh my God, this is, I mean, was there one moment that you can pinpoint that it kind of changed your view? I don't really think that there was like a specific moment. I mm -hmm. would just say, you know, like, especially I think with birth moms, like that, it's probably a better example. They'll ask about like communication and how it works at the hospital and stuff. And I think they just have a view of 
It's not as much in their control. It's, it's more, they get more control than they think they do before they come in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, they do get to choose whether they want communication. Um, and I kind of feel like sometimes TV portrays it as it's not that it, you know, they don't get those choices. Um, and I think that that's shocking to them. It, like, I think it's a good shock that they're like, oh, wow, I didn't, I really didn't know that. This is not really what I've seen on TV. Right, right. When you first got into this, was this just like a job or were you pursuing this and thinking, I would like to get into the adoption field? You know, it's funny. So I went to school to be a counselor. Um, I got my bachelor's. I did, I have not gotten my master's yet. But my goal, my initial goal when I started college was to be a counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to work with children. And as I went through school and then after having children of my own, I knew that that wasn't really, I didn't, that wasn't the path that I wanted to go down anymore. And when I heard about building Arizona families and that there was an opportunity available for me, I was super excited because again, you don't really hear about adoption. So it feels very, it was exciting for me to know that there was a chance for me to work in a field that I would have never thought that I was able to work in. So, I I mean, initially that's not, wasn't my, I wanted to work with kids. And now I'm just like, this is, this is my heart for sure. So you see yourself uh, progressing in this field and making this a career and well, it actually becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely shown me that working with women who have, you know, whether it's, domestic violence or substance use. Um, It's definitely shown me that that is where my passion is for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, Amber, I know that you and I have talked at length about you've been with us for, like you said, almost two years and I've been begging you to, to continue (laughs) to, um, you're laughing because you know where I'm going with this to work more and more. Um, Are you ever going to consider becoming a case manager? You know, I, I toss it back and forth. Um, I don't want to say, yes, that's for sure my my end goal, but I don't want to say no either. I'm super happy with the position that I'm in. I feel that I fit really well in the position that I'm in, um, and I like the balance that it gives me between work and, and family too. Yes, and that a is a huge advantage of being a case manager assistant. I mean, that's a huge advantage. I will say that. It is, yeah. What do you think, you know, without saying any names uh, or any identifying information, what is the, the best memory? It can be the funniest. It can be, what is the best memory you have so far within your job that you've done? I feel like I've had a lot of really cool experiences, even just in conversations that I've had with our birth moms. I would have to say, like, if I had to pick one memory, because I don't get to spend a lot of time at the hospital with our birth moms um, or our adoptive parents, I think one of my best memories would be when I got to see an adoptive parent see their child for the first time. That was cool, because I'm on the birth mother side of it, and so I don't always, I don't get to see that other side very often, if ever. And so that was really cool for me to see them meeting their baby for the first time. And what was that like? Um, it was really, it was emotional. They were crying. And I'm like trying not to cry because I'm like, okay, this is my job. I have to be, you know, but um, it, it was really cool. It was really, it was emotional. And I don't think that that moment, I don't think that moment could ever get old for anybody. Totally agree. Now, did that moment 
surprise you? I mean, it, was it what you thought it would be? Was Did it go exactly how you anticipated it or was it different? I would say, I guess it was probably what I thought it would be. Um, just their emotions and just joy. But I don't know that I had ever really pictured what I thought it would look like. I guess I would, I would have to say that be, you know, like I had imagined that there would be a lot of emotion and joy. And that is, that's what I saw. What do you think is the hardest thing you've had to see in the adoption world? Cause there's, there's happy, happy moments and there's the dark moments. Yeah, there is for me in my experience, I would just have to say, I can give an example. I did an, uh, an ICWA hearing um, and this was a while back. And so, you know, it's a two hour drive and a two hour drive home and you're with the birth mother the whole time. And I think that some, some of those moments after they've had the baby is probably, it's the hardest for them, but for us as well, it's, it's hard because they are very emotional. And for me, never, I've never had a child and placed a child for adoption. So I feel for them, but it's hard for me in those moments because I don't know what to say to them because I haven't gone through it. So what could I possibly say to make them feel better? Um, That's, I feel like that's a hard aspect and watching them go through all the emotions and beating themselves up. I mean, there was one ICWA hearing that I did where she cried the whole way home. Yeah, that's hard. And I had to talk, you know, we talked the whole way home about all kinds of different stuff, not even just her adoption, just things that she had been through in her life. And that was a hard day for me because it was just, it was sad for me to watch her go through all of that and watch her emotionally put herself through what she was putting herself through with other past experiences in her life, just in general. Those are probably some of the harder moments in my job. In a way, though, is that somewhat rewarding? Because, I mean, you're listening to the heartbreaking and tragic stories from, you know, the birth mothers or whoever you're talking to, but you're also giving them support at the same time. You're kind of helping them by letting them get that out. Does Do you try and look at it as a positive still? Oh, totally. I. It's almost like I'm... I'm listening to them and supporting them through. So yes, definitely. It is very rewarding. And, you know, I do, I definitely see the positives in in that part of it for sure. Now, as far as continuing your career and potentially becoming a case manager, you said you kind of waffle on this issue. What are some of the reasons, probably what is the biggest reason that you would decide this is too much for me? Is it the time? Is it the emotional connection you've got to make? What is the one thing that's kind of standing in your way of going just feet first into the whole thing? Um, To be completely honest, I have young children. Mm. So that's my biggest, where I kind of say, I don't really know. Um, I don't think that it's, you know, I would, I think I would love it and I would love being able to work with them a little bit closer than I do now um, and being able to be at the hospital with them and walk them through that process. I just, I do have young ones. And so it's hard um, when you have a birth mom in labor and you know, you have to, you're her support person and you've got to be there with her and you've got young kids. It's hard to juggle that. So I think that that's 
probably my biggest. And it, um, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or the night of your daughter's first recital or whatever it is. It's the job right. kind of has to come first. So I totally understand that. Yeah. Yep. I would say that's my biggest um, hold hold up with it is I want to always make sure that I give, you know, 100% in every mm-hmm. place that I'm at. And I feel like right now I'm able to do that. Good for you. That's, I, I respect you, you know, your limitations. That's, that's amazing. And so if somebody was interested in becoming a case manager assistant, what would you tell them? I would tell them that I think that if someone's able to have an opportunity like this, being a case, a birth mom case manager assistant, that they should take it if they want to do social work. It's a really good starting point And it also does show you like, is this something that you can do? Um, it's not for everybody. And, you know, do you want to be a birth mom case manager? And you can actually see it beforehand and you can learn too. So you are confident in what you're doing. Yeah, I would say you're right. You know, as a case manager assistant, one of the advantages you have um, if you are early on in a, a social work career is you do deal with a myriad of issues from domestic violence to homelessness, to mental illness, to drug use. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And so you do learn lots of different aspects of social work all underneath the umbrella of adoption. So I I do think that's very powerful. I think it's a really good starting point for anyone. And honestly, I mean, I would say you should start as a, a, case manager assistant before you're a case manager, um, depending on your experience, obviously. But I think, I just think it's a really good place to start with, you know, the work that we do. All right. Well, I really appreciate you speaking with us. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. And have a great rest of your day. You too. You know, Ron, I have to say in, in working, um, alongside Amber and I can't believe it's almost been two years. I mean, time flies. (laughs) You know, she has brought so much light and joy to not only our our birth mothers, but our domestic team as well. Everything from her uh, disposition to her insight to her levels of empathy are just unparalleled. We are so lucky to have her. And I'm speaking on behalf of our team and, and our birth mothers. One last thing before we close is I wanted to clarify... For uh, listeners that have just joined us recently and haven't listened to the previous podcast, when she's referring to an ICWA hearing, what that is, it is that is an Indian Child Welfare Act hearing that is held up in Flagstaff, Arizona, that women who are Native American or uh, have a Native American child attend after the birth of their child. So I just wanted to clarify what that was so that people aren't thinking, what on earth is she referring to? When, when we are doing these podcasts where we're kind of zoning in on one of the roles in adoption, I think it's important to remember that every role is significant and going in and really examining what each person does hopefully will help put things in perspective when we're explaining adoption as a whole and how an agency functions. 
Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. If you're listening and you're dealing with an unplanned pregnancy and want more information about adoption, Building Arizona Families is a local Arizona adoption agency and available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112. That's 623-695-4112. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or just get you more information. You can also find out more information about Building Arizona Families on their website at azpregnancyhelp.com. Thanks also go out to Grapes for allowing us to use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Birth Mother Matters and Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening to us. We'd really appreciate it. We also now have a website at birthmothermatterspodcast.com. Tune in next time on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Raines. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.